Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. You need to realize where the enemy is coming from. You, you need to ask Lord to like, Lord, help me realize where the enemy is at. If you feel like you're going through a battle right now, if you feel like you're going through an attack, don't don't hide from the battle. Don't hide in fear and try to shrink back because you think maybe if I just kind of leave it alone for a long period of time, you know, maybe it'll just go away. No, the devil will he will feast on you. He will eat you up. He will destroy you. Again, he has a threefold agenda against you to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And I don't know about you but i tell you what if you're gonna come against me I'm, i'm going out i'm going out with a fight kingdom rock radio is an outreach ministry of kingdom rock family worship center located right here in bremen georgia you can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org and now here is today's message Welcome back to the Keenan Rock Network. I'm Caleb, and I'm so excited that you decided to join in with me today. I don't believe that you're here by accident, nor do I believe that you're here by coincidence, but I believe that the Lord has led you here because he has something great in store for you, and I'm telling you, you do not want to miss it. Amen. Today, we are going to be starting a new series. We're going to be starting a new series entitled Stand Up and Fight. All right, we're going to be starting a new series entitled Stand Up and Fight, and this is going to be a great series. So just sit tight, get comfortable, and just tune in and just receive what the Lord has for you today. Amen. All right, so the series is, the series is going to be entitled Stand Up and Fight. Today's message is going to be entitled Unlock Your Fight. Amen. Unlock Your Fight. All right, so let's just dive right in. Unlock Your Fight. Unlocking Your Fight. Let's talk about this fight for a second. Now, as we all know, we're all inside a fight. We're all inside a battle. We're all inside. We're all, we're all in the midst of war. As a believer, as a Christian, you are in the midst of a war. All right. This is the war of good and evil, the longest lasting battle that has ever existed. All right. So so we, we got to understand that this is our reality. This is this is just something that we are in. But to start off, one thing that you need to realize is that God is always on your side. All right. God is always on your side. God is always for you. God wants nothing but the best for you. Amen. We can see this clearly in the message the Lord gave to Jeremiah, uh, which is also true for us in Jeremiah 29 and 11, as it reads, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. So in his sovereign will, in his sovereign will, in God's sovereign will for your life, his plans for your life, he actually wants to bless you. He wants to he wants to prosper you. He wants you to be, you know, in, in good standings in every area of your life. All right. It, you know, it's kind of just like a like a natural father or just like a loved one wants to bless their child. Someone that you love dearly or somebody that, that is a role model for you or, you know, a father figure or a mother figure. You, you've probably experienced them just just wanting to bless you. And this is the same for the father. In fact, he desires to bless you. He desires to to give to you freely. Amen. Now, there are times in this life where we can clearly see this. We can clearly see that the Lord is on our side. We can clearly see that the favor of the Lord upon our lives where he's opening new doors here or bringing us to new places here, you know, right here and right there. All right. It's easy to see that the Lord is on our side. But by the same token, there's also times in our lives where it kind of seems as if the Lord is kind of passive. You know, we, we may have saw him in one season, you know, moving stuff out of our way, you know, moving the enemy out of our way here, bringing us to new heights here. But now you may be inside a season where it feels like there's obstacles in the way and it's like the Lord isn't doing nothing about it. 
But you got to realize this isn't because the Lord doesn't love you. It's not because he's punishing you. It doesn't even mean that you may necessarily be doing anything wrong. But you got to realize that we have a very real enemy being the devil that's after you in every area of your life. For everything that God wants to bless you and when you have, a, that you have the devil and his angels and all his evil forces and spirits coming after you in opposition to what God has for you. We can clearly see this truth uh, in John 10, 10, for it reads, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. So you can see these two things here. Like I said, God wants to bless you. He wants to give you life. He wants to give you not only life, but the abundance of life. But we can see the devil, which is the thief. He comes with a threefold agenda to steal, to kill and to destroy. That's it. To kill, to steal, and to destroy. Now, I want to I wanna clear something up. You know, with scriptures like this, we oftentimes mistake it as if, you know, it, it's like God versus the devil or or just, uh, you know, Jesus versus the devil. We like to, we like to say things like this, and, and it sounds good to the ear. You know, God versus evil, you know, they're equal foes. We like to say these type of things, but if you don't get nothing else I say today, I want you to understand this. This is not true whatsoever. The devil is no match for God. They are not inside the same weight class. God is in a class all by himself and nobody can challenge him. He is God. Nobody can challenge him. So when we when we look at scriptures like this, it's not God versus the devil, but rather that, uh, that life that God gives, the abundance of life that God gives, that's what the devil is after. He can't touch God, but he, he can mess with you. He can mess with his children. It's kind of like, you know, no, when he looks at you, he, 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 he can't mess with God. But when he looks at you, you look just like your daddy. You look just like your father. You look just like Jesus. And because of that, that, that hate and that jealousy and all that anger that he has towards God, he can't do nothing to God about it. But he can do something to us. He can bring opposition to us. So the abundance of life that God brings to you, that life that God gives you, the devil is in. He, he's attacking that. He can't touch God, but he can touch you by attacking that which God wants to give you. Amen. And that's life. And that's life more abundantly. So, again, the devil, he, he can't match up with God. He, he can't come against God. He, he, he can't do it. it. It just can't happen. But he can come against us. And the life that God wants to give you, again, the abundance of life that he wants to give you, um, there's a threefold agenda attached to it. There's a threefold uh, a mission attached to it from the enemy to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And I want to make something clear. When I talk about these blessings and this abundance of life that God wants to give you, I think many times, especially in today's era, we, we, we associate blessings from God with just money. You know, like, you know, when God wants to bless you, it has to be through money. You need to realize that money is just a tool. God can bless you however he wants. Everything belongs to him. So I think many times we look at, you know, blessing from God like like money. But but you got to realize that money is merely just a tool. God can bless you however he he chooses. And and yes, he wants you to be financially, you know, stable and, and, and secure financially. But God wants to bless not only your finances, but he wants to bless your life. He wants to bless your mind. He wants to bless your body. He wants to bless your relationships. He wants to bless your finances. He wants to bless the, the, the very walk that you're walking with God, your faith. He wants that to be abundant, you know. Uh, abundant in life, you know, it, it, full of blessings and, and full of his favor. But again, we have an enemy that's coming against it with a threefold agenda. And everything and in every way that God wants to give you abundance and everything and every way that God wants to give you abundance of life, the devil is after it. 
And you got to realize that nowhere in the Bible does it say that the moment you give your life to Christ Jesus, that all your trials and your troubles and all these things are just going to cease. You know, nowhere in the Bible does it say that, you know, every morning that you wake up, it's just going to be a glory ride from sunset, rather from sunrise to sunset. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that. In fact, it's actually quite the opposite. Jesus says we're going to experience, you know, tough times. Um, Even the apostles and then Paul, you know, and, and, and throughout the New Testament, even throughout all, all the Old Testament, many people, many men of God, many women of God actually went through some stuff. Now, you may say that, why doesn't God just, you know, once we give our life to him, why doesn't he just, you know, stop this stuff? Why doesn't he just, you know, put like a protective shield around us, you know, to keep the devil at bay, to keep the devil away from us? You know, wouldn't that make sense if God just kind of protected us from all this stuff at the moment of salvation? Wouldn't that make sense? Why doesn't God do that? Well, to understand the answer to this particular to this question, we're going to jump to one of my favorite verses, uh, particularly in Luke 10, 19. And it reads, look. I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. You can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. So you see, sometimes in this life, you know, there's certain battles that God will just seemingly just kind of, you know, take care of. He'll, he'll, he'll move stuff out the way when the enemy come against you. He'll just, he'll take care of it. Almost like he, you know, kind of like when he did with, with the people of Israel when they were crossing the Red Sea. He took care of the people uh, of Egypt. He took care of Pharaoh. He, he drowned them all in Egypt. They didn't have to lift a finger. Moses lifted his staff, but the, the, uh, the, uh, the Israelites, they didn't have to lift a finger. They didn't have to fight. And that's how it is many times in our lives, you know, especially early in our walk with Christ. You know, we'll see certain stuff that, that may we can see clearly that it's the enemy. We can see clearly that, you know, that this could possibly be the enemy. But it's almost as if God just kind of shields us from these things, you know. But why doesn't he why doesn't he always do this? Why, why does he, you know, sometimes seemingly leave circumstances right where they are in front of us, right in our way? Why does he do this? Well, you got to understand it's because you have authority. Again, Luke 10, 19 says, Jesus, I've given you all the authority. We have power against the enemy. You need to realize this. And, 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 and again, that these certain obstacles that, that, that God may leave there, it's not to punish you. It's not to do anything like that. But rather, it's because God is trying to unlock something in you. There's a hidden fight in you, and God is trying to, trying to unlock it. Amen? Unlock your fight. Whether you realize it or not, when you become a Christian, the moment you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, when the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of you, you become a weapon of mass destruction against the enemy. Whether you know it or not, whether you feel it or not, even if even if you're in the midst of a battle right now, whether you realize it or not, the Holy Spirit that, that is within you, he makes you a weapon of mass destruction against the enemy. And see, Satan knows this. Satan knows this. But many times what he does, he, he, he minimizes many Christians and many believers. And, and instead of them having a fight mentality, instead of them unlocking the fight that is in them, he keeps them trapped within a fear mentality and keeps them stuck right where they are. So when they see things, when they see certain situations, when they see the enemy coming, they, 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 they kind of back up a little bit. They kind of get into a little shell and they, they don't want to fight because they, they, they let in a fear mentality rule their fight mentality. Amen. And there are certain things that people are going to go through in this life, whether it be health, you know, issues or financial issues or 
or issues in your faith, whatever it may be. And you're like, you know, God, just fix this. Why won't you just fix it? Why won't you just get it away from me? This, that, and the other. You may be crying out to God. You may be really in tears about it. You may be very upset about it. But the fact of the matter is God doesn't hate you. He doesn't not like you. He's not, he's not even, you know, turning his ear away from you. The issue that the thing is he's trying to unlock a fight that is hidden inside of you. There's a fight in you that God is trying to unlock. Amen. But he has to break that fear mentality before that fight mentality can come, can come out. He has placed his fight mentality in all of us. Let's, let's, let's take a look here at how this fear mentality uh, comes against this fight mentality in the word of God. Let's look here at Numbers 13. And um, just to give a brief synopsis here, this is a passage of scripture in which uh, Moses had sent the 12, the, the 12 scouts out to the explore the land for 40 days where uh, the, the land that the God had promised the Israelites, the promised land, the land flown with milk and honey. He had, Moses had sent some scouts out to explore the land. This is the land that God had promised them. Let's look, let's look what happens here. Let's see how the spear mentality attacks this fight mentality. Numbers 13, verses 25 through 33. And it reads, After exploring the land for 40 days, the man returned to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported to the whole community that they had seen uh, what they had seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land. This was their report to Moses. We entered a land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful, a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here's the kind of fruit it produces, but the people there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. The Amalekites live in the Gev, and the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill country. The Canaanites live along the west coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once to take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. But the other man who explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. They are so they spread this pat, so they spread this bad report among the land uh, about the land among the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes and lives there. All the people we saw were huge, and we even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. Next to them we were next to them we felt like grasshoppers, and that's what they thought too. All right. So, so we got two things here. On one hand, we have this, this fear mentality. We got uh, some of the scouts, they, the, it was 12 scouts that were sent. We got some of them saying, you know, uh, you know, this is the land that God gave us. You know, this is the land flowing with milk honey. It's very bountiful. It's very fruitful. But look, we, we, we are scared. There are some giants there. You know, these people will devour us. And see, I want to make a point as well, too. Many times this fear mentality like to hide behind excuses. See, we don't like to call it for what it is. We don't like to call it fear. See, the thing is, fear oftentimes hide behind excuses. In our lives, many times when things come to us, we make excuses why we can't do it. When God may tell you to do something, you know, you know, Lord, I can't do it because I got this going on or Lord, this, that, and the other. We make excuses, excuses, excuses. That's nothing but fear. At the root of those excuses, many times it's fear. 
And that's what they were doing here. You got on one hand, these these people, uh, these these uh, these Israelite men say, you know, we can't go there. This land will devour us. Yes, it's, it's very beautiful. Yes, it's very fruitful. Yes, it's very plentiful. But there are some giants there and they will destroy us. This land will eat us up if we go there. That's a fear mentality. On the other hand, Caleb tells them, he says, don't be afraid of these people uh, because the land. Why? Because this is the land that the Lord has given us. So even if you continue to read on in Numbers 14, Joshua and Caleb, um, they, they actually say they say these people have no protection. They're like helpless prey because the Lord is with us. And I want you to notice that that's the key to unlocking your fight. Uh, the key to unlocking your fight is realizing that the Lord is with you. That's the key to unlocking your fight. It's okay to acknowledge the enemy or your current circumstance. It's okay to acknowledge your current storm. In fact, you should be very aware of it. Don't be naive to the attacks of the enemy. Don't don't pretend like it's not happening in order for it to stop happening. That, that's just foolish. You need to realize where the enemy is coming from. You, you need to ask Lord to like Lord help and realize where the enemy is at. If you feel like you're going through a battle right now, if you feel like you're going through an attack, don't don't hide from the battle. Don't hide in fear and try to shrink back because you think maybe if I just kind of leave it alone for a long period of time, you know, maybe it'll just go away. No, the devil will, he will feast on you. He will eat you up. He will destroy you. Again, he has a threefold agenda against you to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And I don't know about you, but I tell you what, if you're going to come against me, I'm going out, I'm going out with a fight. I'm going out with a fight. Amen. You got to have this mentality like Caleb and Joshua. The Lord is with us. So we're going to go. The Lord is with us. So these people have no protection. The Lord is with us. That's the key to unlocking your fight. And hear, hear me when I say this. The Lord is also with you. The Lord is with me. The Lord is with us. If you have given your life to Christ Jesus, if you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, not only is Christ with you, not only is Jesus with you, not only is God with you, but he dwells in you. He has made his abode in you. The Holy Spirit lives within you. Your dwell, his dwelling place is in your spirit, is with your spirit. All right, the Lord is with you. You got to realize this. This is the key to unlocking your fight. And once you realize this, you, you can boldly you can boldly just move forward and battle. And, and you can even quote scriptures, you know, eight, uh, Romans 8, 31. It says, if God be for me, who can be against me? You got to realize that the Lord is with you. First John 4, 4, great is he that lives within me, the Holy Spirit. He lives within you, the he that lives within the world. Isaiah 54, 17, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every time which, which rises against you in judgment shall be condemned. This is the truth. This is a reality. Again, like Caleb and Joshua, why weren't they afraid like the rest of the men? Because they said, the Lord is with us. We can go. The Lord, we, we good. We, the Lord is with us. We can go. These people have no chance because why? Not because of who we are, because of who he is. You got to realize that the Lord is with you. Not only is he with you, but he lives within you. Greater is he that lives within you. Greater is he that lives within you. Greater is he that lives within you than anybody that lives within the world. The Bible calls the devil the, the prince of this world. The, 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 this, is, this is his kingdom. But, but you got to realize that, that nobody can come against you. No power in hell can come against you. Because the Holy Spirit lives within you. And see, the devil, he'll keep you, he'll keep you away from this truth. And I, I pray that you get this. I pray that you that you really receive this. That again, if you haven't given your life to Christ Jesus, the Holy Spirit lives within you. The Lord is trying to unlock a fight that, that, that is within you. Amen. There's a saying that goes, it goes like uh, rough seas make uh, good sailors, or rough seas make tough sailors. I, I love this saying because 
if you kind of twist around in our lives, you know, we go to, we go through certain stuff. We uh, especially as we grow in Christ, we begin to go through certain stuff, certain battles, certain circumstances, certain trials, and. I always say, you know, uh, you know, these things, they're not to hurt you. They're not to break you. They're not to destroy you. God isn't using these things just to uh, let, let me just, you know, kind of throw something on them because I can't know. He's trying to make you. He's trying to make you a complete Christian. He's trying to make you a complete believer. It, I, I, I love the story of Nehemiah. You know, if, if you read that story, if you ever get a chance to read that story, if you haven't read it, please read it. But as they were building the wall, as Nehemiah and the people, as they were building the wall, yes, they loved God. Yes, you know, they were dedicated to God and they were building and doing things for God. But they also had a sword. They were ready to fight. We're ready to fight. We're ready to fight. But we're going to still work for God. You got to be you got to have that mentality right there. Yes, you got to serve God. You got to you know, if you want to do this for God, you got to act in your purpose. You got to walk in your purpose. You got to walk in your destiny. But at the same time, you need to have your sword. You need to be ready to fight at all times, because for every level that God wants to bring you and bless you, when the devil is going to have an equal and opposite reaction to try to destroy you. But you got to realize God has a 100 percent success rate. The Lord has a 100% success rate. So if you are just able to recognize who he is in your life, if you're able to see him for who he is and not for who you are, not for what you feel like, but if you're able to realize that greater is he that lives within me than he that lives within the world, you'll be able to get up and you'll fight. 100% success rate. If you look at this, if you realize this, if you see that God is on your side, you will know really quickly that you can't lose. You can't lose. You, you, you can't be defeated. Satan doesn't want you to know this. I hope you're receiving this today. Satan does not want you to know this. Recognize who is with you at all times. The Holy Spirit, God, the Holy Spirit, he is always with you. He is always with you. Even when you don't feel like, even, even when you don't feel it, he is always with you. He's always, come on, come on, let's do this thing. In a moment you realize who he is in your life, whoo, he'll be able to come out. He'll be able to help you fight. Amen. God is trying to teach you how to fight. God is trying to teach you how to how to pray. God is trying to teach you how to fast. God is trying to teach you how to do these things. And, and, and this is something that we'll talk about in our next episode. But God is trying to teach you how to fight. But you got to first unlock your fight. Don't let fear grip you. Let the fight mentality come out. Let the worry that is within you come out. Amen. You got to realize God will oftentimes leave certain situations right where they are. Certain things in front of us, right where they are. Look, why, why aren't you? Why aren't you moving this out of my way, God? He'll leave it right where it is. Why is this? Why is this? Let's look at Judges three verses one to two. These are the people of Israel. These are the people of Israel um, as they were entering the Promised Land. He says this. He says, "These are the nations that the Lord left in uh, left. These are the nations that the Lord left in the land to test those Israelites who had not experienced the wars of Canaan." He did this to teach warfare, to teach generations of Israelites who had no experience in battle. So my brother, my sister, if you're going through something right now, don't don't just don't be defeated. Don't sit there and lay in it and wait for God to do something. Wait for God, because sometimes God will do something, but sometimes God is waiting for you. Oftentimes God will wait for you, but you got to realize Oftentimes in the Old Testament, and I love this, and maybe you've noticed it, maybe you haven't, but if you read in the Old Testament, every time God would God would direct the uh, the people of Israel to go fight, you gotta realize that before he told them to go fight, before he said, before he says go fight, he will always guarantee one thing. What is it? I have delivered them into your hands. Now go fight. I have given you the victory. Now go fight. 
I love this truth because you got to realize if you know that God is a God that can't lie, you'll know that when, when he says this, first of all, it should encourage you to go fight. It should encourage you to go for it and press for it and fight against the enemy. You know, but I, I really love it in particular because you got to realize that war isn't always pretty. A battle isn't always pretty. It doesn't always seem as if you're going to win when you're in the midst of it. But because you know that God can't lie. He always tells the Israelites and he's always telling you the victory is yours. Just go fight. Because when you go into battle, when it gets tough, when it gets difficult, when it gets like, oh, I'm about to be defeated. You can remember what the Lord says. The victory is yours. You can't be defeated. My success rate is 100 percent. I've never been defeated. When you realize this, you, be, you begin to lean on the word. You begin to lean on the word of the Lord and realize I have a, I, this is a battle that I can't lose. I can't lose. No matter how bad it gets, I cannot lose. I will keep pressing forward. Why? Because I cannot lose. Amen. Amen. God wants you to be a complete Christian. All right. He wants you to be a complete Christian. Yes, he wants you to serve him. Yes, he wants you to to, uh, you know, walk in purpose, you know, you know, you know, fulfill your destiny, what he has called you to be. He wants you to be that. But he wants you to be a fighter, too. There's going to be battles that come against you. Why? Because you're in the midst of a war. You're in the midst of a war. You're in the midst of a war. The longest ongoing war that has ever existed. You're right in the middle of it. And you best believe that for everything that God wants to give you, the enemy is coming right back towards you. You got to understand that the enemy has a target on you, but he has a contract out for you. And really understand that this isn't this isn't this is literal. He has a target out for you. Every believe every person that is created, every believer, he has a target out for you. You may be you may be trying to understand like why am I why why is life just so hard right now? Why am I why why am I going through this? You better you better understand that the, the enemy he's probably coming against something that God God has something for you. But there's a there's a there's there's an opposition in a way. There's an obstacle in a way. That God will leave right there to teach, to teach you how to fight against it. Why? Because he has given you the authority against the enemy. You have authority against the enemy, but you got to choose to fight. You got to choose to fight. You got to choose not to be fearful. You got to choose to fight. It's a choice. Amen. You know, th this is the same thing like it was with Gideon. I love the story with Gideon. When the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon, the first thing he says, he says, he, he addressed Gideon as, a mighty man of valor, a, 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 a mighty man of honor, a, a, a mighty warrior. And the interesting part to note, if you haven't read this particular scripture, he addressed, he, uh, the angel of the Lord addressed Gideon like this in, in that fear mentality. Why is this? Even though Gideon couldn't see it then, God saw the fight that, that was within Gideon that was able to defeat a whole army. If you continue to read the story later on, Gideon goes to defeat with, with just a small remnant of men, defeats the whole entire Midianite army. Why? Well, see, God, see, see, God sees the fight that is within you. May not feel it, you might not even know that you're a fighter, but I'm telling you, there's a fight that is within you that God is trying to unlock. And He's saying, "Mighty men of honor, mighty men, of, mighty men of valor, mighty, mighty sister, mighty brother, you know, mighty warrior, mighty warrior, mighty warrior." He's calling you that. He's saying you're a mighty man. You're a mighty, you're a mighty girl. You're a mighty sister. You're a mighty woman. That's who you are. He's calling you by that because he sees the fight that is, that is within you. You may not see it just like getting, you may not feel it. You may not even know it, but it's in you and God is trying to unlock it. And of course, Gideon goes goes alone in, in adventure. He, that, that fight, he lets that fear mentality go as he begins to look upon the Lord. And he let that fight mentality come out. And again, he, de he defeated an entire army with just a small remnant of men. Amen.
So listen, it doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter the situation that you're in. It doesn't matter what it is. You, you may feel like the enemy is coming, for, coming at you from each area in your life and your finances and then in this area and then in that area and then in this area and then in that area. You may feel like you're being attacked and you feel like you're being swallowed in the midst of battle. But you got to realize, please recognize who the Lord is. Recognize the Lord that is within you. Recognize the Holy Spirit that is within you. Recognize God that is within you because that is the key to unlocking your fight. That is the key to defeat the enemy. That is the key to unlocking that fight mentality. You got to let the fear mentality go and let that fight mentality be unlocked. Romans 8.28 says, and we'll end right here today for today. It says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purposes for them. All things work together for your good. I'll repeat it again. God has a 100% success rate. You, you, you know the Lord. You know the love that you have for the Lord. The Lord knows that you love him and God loves you. And you may be right there in the midst of battle, right there in the midst of your situation. Thinking, Lord, why, why am I going to this, Lord? I'm tired, Lord. I, I can't keep doing this, Lord. Why is these things coming against me? And God is saying, baby girl, baby boy, if you could just unlock the fight that is within you, if you could just let the fear mentality go and look at me, and lock that fight that is within you because whatever you're in, whatever financial situations, you know, issues with your faith, health issues, whatever you're dealing with, whatever the enemy may be trying to come against you in your life, wherever it may be. The, God, the Lord is saying, look at me, recognize who I am, recognize who is with you. That's one thing that Lord, the Lord will always say with, with anybody that, that, that will have excuses to, you know, walk in the purpose or in the destiny. He will always say one thing. He will say, I am with you. He wouldn't debate with them and try to, you know, contrast their uh, their appeals and say, oh, Lord, I'm doing I'm this. I'm that Lord. I'm no. The, the only response that he would give people was I'm with you. What does that mean? I'm with you. It means that no matter what you say about yourself, no matter how you feel, no matter who the enemy is, I am with you. I'm your peace. I'm your portion. Because the thing is, if you know that I am with you, you know that nothing can defeat you. I, I have 100 percent, 100 percent success rate. You can't be defeated. Amen. So if wherever you are right now, I just want to pray with you today. I want to pray with you today that God unlocks the fight that is within you. My brother, my sister, whatever you're going through, I pray that God unlocks the fight that is within you. You're not going through these things just because God, it, it's not by coincidence that these things are staying right where they are. It's not by coincidence. God is trying to unlock that fight. You got to let the fear mentality go and unlock that fight. So I just want to pray with you today and I pray that you receive this. So wherever you are, you just bow your heads and, and close your eyes and just receive this as I pray for you. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we come before you, Lord God, Jesus. We come before you, humbling ourselves before you, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you, admittingly, that, admitting, Lord God, that we have been fearful to move forward. We have been fearful to, to come against certain things, Lord God. We see these things that we are in and we have, we kind of, you know, kind of shriveled up in fear, Lord God. Lord God, we come before you, Lord God, asking you that we, telling you that we're asking that we need your help, Lord God. Lord God, we ask that that fear mentality, we ask that you begin to break this fear mentality off our lives, Lord God. Help us to be courageous. Help us to be a mighty warrior. Help us to be a mighty woman of valor. Help us to be a mighty man of valor in a lot of the fight that is within us. Help us to see who you are in the midst of our circumstances. In the name of Jesus, help us to let fear go, Lord God, Jesus, and help us to fight. 
Help us to press on. And even in the midst of battle, Lord God, even in the midst of our situations, Lord God, we know, Lord God, Jesus, that you have a 100% success rate. We know that you have already given us a victory. We know that you have won all the victory on the cross, Lord God. And because of that, Lord God, we can boldly declare that the battle is ours. The battle is ours to win. So, Lord God, teach us how to fight. Lord God, help us to be courageous. Help us to be bold. Help us to move forward, Lord God, Jesus, in the fight. In the name of Jesus, help us, Lord God. Grace us, Lord God. Teach us, oh God. We love you, Lord. Give us wisdom in our situations. Give us wisdom in our circumstances. And help us to unlock the fight that is within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I want to, I want to, do one more thing too as well. You know, maybe you're listening to this and maybe you don't claim to be a Christian. Maybe you don't even know what that means, but maybe there's something inside of you that is being stirred up and, and you don't know what it is. I'm telling you, that's the Lord calling you to him. If you're a backslider, if you haven't even, if you never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, whatever the case may be, I want to give you that opportunity right now. This is for you as well. There's a fight within you that you don't even realize it. And I want to pray with you today. I ask if this is you, I pray that you just repeat this prayer after me and just receive Christ for you. Just repeat after me. Father, I come to you today admitting that I am a sinner. Lord God, Jesus, I, I confess all my wrongdoings to you, Lord God. I repent of all the things that I've done wrong, oh God. And right now, Lord God, Jesus, I confess that I believe in your death, in your burial, and in your resurrection. I receive you right now in this very moment as my Lord and Savior. I receive you as my King. I receive your Holy Spirit to come make his dwelling place in me. And I ask that you teach me how to live this life. Teach me where to go. Teach me what to do. Lead me in all of my life. I love you, Jesus. You are my king. Amen. My brother, my sister, if you have prayed this with me today, I am fully convinced that the Holy Spirit has come. He has made his dwelling place in you. You are, you are now part of the family. You are now part of the kingdom of God. This is the best family that you will ever experience in your life. And you've probably been through many battles. You've probably been through many battles. You probably didn't know how to fight. But now, this is your chance. Recognize who the Lord is in your life and fight. Help see, see, him, see yourself as he sees you. Let him lead you and fight. This is all that I have for you all today. I pray that it has truly blessed you and I will see y'all in the next episode. I love you all. God bless you. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.